Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Size does matter, and when king-size beasts face off, only a god can stand. So let them fight, because we're talking Godzilla vs. Kong on Normies Like Us. Today's the day. Maybe the last podcast I ever record. This is why Godzilla attacked the Apex facility. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. So if they meet again... Who bows to who? Is that it? I know this for sure. Kong bows to no one. Welcome back. You heard it up top. Kaiju fanatics, get ready to gather and talk about the kings and the gods. That's right. It's Godzilla versus King Kong on normies like us. Big episode with big hosts. Um, I'm going to be... Colin Zuki. <laughs> Colin Zuki? I guess I'll be Mike Zilla. Uh, Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> <laughs> King Cobb here. King of King the Cobb. King of the Cobbs. King that's of the right, Cobbs. Right. A classic Joe. Mighty Joe Young. I'm very happy. We're here. Another we're talking, big, big monkey man. We're talking big monkeys. We're talking big lizards. We're talking verses. Um, do you guys have a favorite verses movie? You know, Predator, Alien, I don't know, Jacob, do you, do you like Freddy versus, versus Superman, Jason, of course. Batman versus Superman? I'm a huge Joe Snyder guy. <laughs> Joe yeah. versus Volcano, I forgot about that one. Uh, I don't Kramer know if this one, mm, I definitely don't think this can live with a, a BVS or an AVP, like like GVK doesn't do it for me, it's got to be Godzilla versus Kong, uh, okay. I got to say it, so it definitely loses in the abbreviations, but uh, I mentioned previously that, you know, we're talking another superhero you know, versus movie, because that's basically what it is. But I am curious who would have destroyed more stuff, Zod and Superman or King Kong and Godzilla. I guess that's the real sure. debate. Mm. Yeah. You call it uh, Zilla v. Kong. That's I like call the it God Kong rating. versus King Zilla. You know, that's oh. my uh, Asylum <laughs> script version. But literally, you know, this is one of the biggest movies of the pandemic era. Some are saying maybe the savior of the film industry. Sorry, Tenet. It's Godzilla versus Kong. Um, wow. And yeah, it's a big matchup versus movie. Uh, monkey versus versus lizard. Guys, let's ask up top. This There will be spoilers. We're talking, you know, this new movie here. But who did you want to win going in? Colin, let's start with you. You know, were you Kong, Team Kong or Team Goji? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, and we'll do the personal histories just for this episode. Mm-hmm. I rewatched the entire legendary quote-unquote monster verse, starting with Gareth Edwards' Godzilla, leading up to this one as well. Um, out of those, I'm a Kong boy. I, I like Kong Skull Island the best. Oh, I'll give my reasonings for that a little later, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Big monkey man. Yeah. All right. We'll have time for the debate for sure. Okay. Oh, let's uh, Mighty Joe Young, and then we'll round it off with Jacob. How about you? Uh, keep it going on Team <laughs> Monkey then, man. I, uh, I also watched the Monsterverse. Not a big kaiju guy, but uh, I wanted Kong to win, and I would argue he did win. So we will uh, talk about it as we get into it. Okay. We might have a new uh, contender for the last Jedi great debate film. <laughs> uh, Jacob, how about you? Well, you know, I, I see the way this is going, but um, I, I'm a kaiju fan. I'm a Godzilla fan. But I have to say, like, in this incarnation, in this continuity of legendary movies, I have to say I'm a Kong boy. Because he's just, I think he's just better humanized. You know, he's a big monkey boy. Um, he's a sad boy. He connects with uh, he connects with humans in a way that Godzilla doesn't really. So I gotta say, Team Kong on this one. Okay, wow. So I'm out number three to one. 
Sorry. Uh, luckily, I got the big guy in my corner. I am a Godzilla fan first and foremost. Oh, but, gee. you know, that being said, I have behind me, if you're watching the video on YouTube, uh, the steel tin of the original King Kong and my Godzilla versus Megalon poster. I am mm. a fan of both. I actually really like also Peter Jackson's version of King Kong. That's I probably do too, my favorite yeah. film version. So we get Kyle Chandler, hey, you know, he's in real both course, of these like, I like While that I was watching this, I was like, Kyle Chandler is the most goddamn boring actor on the planet. I didn't watch football show like you guys, but then it hit me. Oh, I was like, on. the best role he's ever done is as the jackass actor in the other King Kong. This motherfucker loves kaiju movies. I yeah, like yeah, Kyle Chandler because he, you know, first of all, he's a real handsome guy and he can just pop because up any Texas role. Texas Forever. And I like football. <laughs> yeah, Texas Forever, clear eyes, full of hearts, can't lose. Mm -hmm. um, but eyes. I just want to say, you know, comparing Kong to Godzilla in this movie, it's not really fair because even though it's called Godzilla versus Kong, I would argue that it should be, those should be reversed. It this should be Kong, Kong because it's more of a Kong movie yeah. guest starring Godzilla. I, yeah, um, I think definitely amongst the Legendary Pictures universe, this is more of a King Kong leaning movie than a Godzilla one. Um, but in 1962, the original was called King Kong versus Godzilla. So maybe it's to avoid confusion. And uh, I guess once we get to the review part, I'll kind of give you guys a little context on that original version, kind of looking at this, and then we'll just go, uh, go crazy. But um, generally, are you happy that you saw it? Where did you see it? You know, I saw it, for example, I saw it on HBO and I first time in the pandemic, I wished I could have gone to theaters for this one. Damn, in particular. This would have been Colin, a great drive in movie, Mike. Ah, yeah, I watched it on my couch. You know, look, these kaiju movies, you know, the they're not my favorite. You know, I, I we're giving mm. our subtle opinions on kaijus right now. It, these ones in particular make me because the scale up of the legendary monster universe is bigger, bigger, bigger. These are the biggest these motherfuckers have ever been in their lives. Right, Mike? And right. when these people yeah, take huge. a step, a continent explodes. That really makes me nervous as like a little tiny flea dude who, who wouldn't even be able to exist around these people. Well, I would say Kong... His size kind of seems to vary. I don't know if they have a strict size for him, but he's he's smaller when they need him to be and bigger. I feel like he was smaller in Kong Skull Island. And he's, they had to size him up to match Godzilla, but I don't know. But He you was know, younger go, in that is the excuse in-universe mm -hmm. that they give. That's that true. younger. That makes sense. Um, I mean, that was during you know the Vietnam War. It's but John C. Riley's like, he's still growing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and he is. I feel like he has some gray hairs in this one. Maybe he looks a bit more oh, weathered. So. You know, the kind of a chrome dome up top. You know, he looks like he's balding and he's got a bigger beard. I actually thought the character model work on him was pretty fucking fantastic. Yeah, going old silverback. Um, totally. Uh, but, you know, what, what you were saying, Mike, like this would have been great to see in theaters. I just remember going to see Godzilla King of Monsters a couple years ago, and that was a mm -hmm. great theater experience. Everyone was having a blast, you know, and that's just one where you got to see with a big crowd opening night. And it's just, you know, it's just fun. So that would have been nice. And, you know, this movie is like doing really well at the box office. First big movie back in theaters. So. Um, but I saw it on HBO uh, last night and it was fun. You know, I watched it on the old 55 inch TV. So it's almost, you know, almost theater quality. <laughs> the old 55, almost theater quality. That's what they said at the sales. Same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watched it on HBO Max. I'll be honest. This is not one I would have gone to the theaters to see. Um, 
I just don't, I don't lose it over these movies, particularly like these versions, I think are just really boring. I think the, the two Godzilla movies leading up to this one was not a big fan. I like Skull Island. Um, I would put this up there with Skull Island compared to the other two, but no, this is one like I would have skipped in theaters. I would not have been on this episode, but wow. since I could watch it in my house, yeah, I'll watch it. Why not? Okay. All right. Yep. Let's see the Kong uh, favoritism here. Uh, I think I may just need to go ahead and let's just well, drag you guys down to the hollow earth here sooner or later. Mike, let me just yeah. say one thing in your favor. I think uh, I did like Kong Skull Island and I would put that above this movie. I would also put uh, Godzilla King of Monsters above this movie. I think that's a better wow, version of what really, they Really, Jacob? With this movie. So the last time, Normies, we talked Godzilla was two years mm-hmm. ago. Our King of Monsters episode. Go back and listen. And I remember all of us kind of being really cold on that movie. You, I, you know, even in the rewatch, mm-hmm. Jacob, I was not loving King of Monsters. Mm. Maybe that is my just least favorite of the oh. the verse so far. Maybe it's just the nostalgia of looking back on, you know, when I saw it. But I, I thought that was a blast. All the, you know, what we go to really see is the big, you know, fight scenes, and and Godzilla versus King Ghidorah was just awesome. And mm. I felt like this one paled a little bit in comparison, and also the. I've never cared less about the human scenes wow. in this one. So at least the human scenes were like you would say you know, that tolerable in King of Monsters. About podcasters right. while talking on a podcast, Jacob. Podcast. How dare you? We rep our medium on this podcast. It's true. That's right. Well, if that's the case, and again, all Godzilla movies or kaiju movies, in my opinion, need to be graded on a scale, knowing that every single one of them barring maybe two exceptions have terrible human stories so that's a given and king of the monsters is definitely the worst offender in this universe of the human side of it and i may actually have a solution uh for you guys so i say we should just jump right in to our review of godzilla versus kong right after this this is for the the, vomit uh, the old bleach showers boys We're talking Beauty versus Beast, Godzilla versus Kong on Normies Like Us. We're going to talk a little history first. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, interesting parallels between the Monsterverse iterations of these uh, King Kong versus Godzilla and Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, Basically, the original Kong versus Godzilla, or yeah, King Kong versus Godzilla, 1962, was the first Godzilla movie that was in color. And it was the oh, wow. third Godzilla movie ever made. And this is the third Godzilla movie in the MonsterVerse, right? So weird little uh, parallels there. And there's oh, a ton of color in this. Not that that's a parallel, but because of Adam Wingard, a lot of neon, right? Um, there's, you know, the main differences are, you know, King Kong in the original is a good guy, much the same way he is here. He's kind of the protagonist of the original um, there's a major corporation, except in the original, it's a pharmaceutical company and basically they're trying to get better TV ratings. Oh, so they on. decide if we go and get King Kong, we can use him as a corporate spokesperson. It's kind of way. a satire. The original is a, the Japanese version is kind of a comedy. Um, so, you know, it's goofy on purpose and I will point out when they make direct references to that original, but it is kind of a satire and King Kong is the good guy in that film, just like kind of what we have here. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the general context. If you are going to go back and watch it, uh, disclaimer, 
1962, they go to get Kong off an island and there is blackface and it is yikes. Oh, no. So, be warned. <laughs> sure. um, That's kind of the history, uh, yeah. Mike. I mean, King Kong, RKO Pictures, 1930, mm-hmm. you know, Quentin Tarantino has that yeah. great monologue in Inglorious Bastards about, you know, I am this creature that was taken from his homeland, blah, 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 kind of a roots allegory. It's King Kong. Mm-hmm. There are, it is sort of a race undertone to it, right? In the same way mm-hmm. we talked in our Godzilla episode, how... Godzilla is all a reaction to the nuclear disaster that happened to Japan. Like it absolutely makes sense. Yes. And we would not have, you know, Godzilla without King Kong. We wouldn't have the kaiju genre. So they're very much, you know, tied together. Um, and so 33 to 54, you know, longstanding franchises and Godzilla is now the longest running film franchise of all time. Wow. But Marvel's on, you know, they're on the way if they hey. keep making movies. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But very much like Marvel, it's a big team-up movie. So, that's kind of the context and where we're at. And uh, all spoilers from here on out. But, yeah, Godzilla totally. vs. Kong. Uh, Joe, you know, you were mentioning in between the breaks here, you know, you wanted a lazy day on Skull Island. You get Kong kind of waking up, getting a shower. Yeah. I, I like the opening uh, a lot. How do you feel about it? It, it was it was my favorite part. The first the first two minutes are my favorite part of the entire movie. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I'm I sorry. Love, <laughs> I love the soundtrack choice. I love it. Really, It really steps into that, like... All the weirdness that I loved about Skull Island really, like, didn't skip a beat. And just the idea of, like, Kong just going about his business. He's, like, a sad old man now. Like, lazy monkey Sunday. I was here for it, man. (laughs) I was really vibing with it. And then we pull out of the dome and it's like, oh, here's the the drabness of these monster verse movies that this has been missing. Like, it was so colorful and bright. And now we pull out and everything is gray and washed out and okay now we're in the movie yeah right it's raining again too and then i like the reveal that he's you know in the he's in a truman show type enclosure yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but you know it's interesting like like i i I like kong skull island a lot too and i was like how are they going to make it fit into the continuity of these godzilla movies but it makes a lot of sense like he's being held in captivity because godzilla will attack any other titan because there can only be one alpha titan right so they have to keep him keep him away from at at the end of king of the monsters you know and all the monsters come out and bow down but I guess it's canon that like King Kong heard him roar and just ignored it. Like, <laughs> he just stayed no, on the I'm island. Mike. Skull island. That's awesome. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Nobody's home, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. I, I, I like that you. a lot. Yeah, Colin, yeah, yeah King Kong's more of a sigma male. You know, there's the alpha beta sigma dichotomy. <laughs> That's uh, right. I'm a beta oh, male. <laughs> <laughs> then we have the electro male later on. Spoilers, but everyone saw it from the trailers. But we'll get to uh, yes. the, the other big bad here. But that's our setup. It's basically, Kong is growing too big, so they got to get him off the island. And essentially, this is just all contrivance to say, how do we get Monkey to punch Lizard? But that's kind yeah. of it. Oh, he's getting too big. We got to move him. He is. And, you know, I, I want to harp on what Joe said for a second, though. The color palette of we've got the Kong. We've got, you know, Mike, you were saying it off pod when you were setting your balance for this episode. We got the mm-hmm. oranges. We got the reds. We've got vibrancy, right? Not a you teal. Know, the, yeah. the Vietnam of it all. That's sort of the injection when they did the second film. You know, the first one, the Godzilla, it is the drab, it is the blue, it is the dark, it is the rains. Mm-hmm. Look at the history of this franchise. You know, that first film with Gareth Edwards. Jacob, you kind of said the human element sucks for all these movies. That first one, it's the only one where the human element works for me. Because the entire story mm-hmm. is set around, this is not Godzilla's story, 
This is this guy's story. He's been affected by Godzilla, set mostly on the ground. The buildup is you see Godzilla at the end. We get that color palette. It's okay. It's whatever, right? Again, Gareth Edwards, kind of a horror director. The MonsterVerse mainly takes horror directors, it kind of seems like. He was off a film called Monsters. It was his calling card. Mm -hmm. Swooped up. He does Godzilla. Then we get that color clash. We get Jordan Vogt Roberts, who is the only one who's not a horror director. He's an indie guy who did that Kings of Summer, a.k.a. Tin's House. Kind of an indie darling, a bunch of young kids. He injects the flavor. Like, literally his take on it is... What if it's Princess Mononoke? What if it's a Ghibli film meets a kaiju film? That's dope. That's super cool. But when we go back to King of Monsters with Mike Doherty, another horror director, Trick or Treat, his calling card film, it's more of this fucking drab, blah, 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 the blues and stuff. So when we get this film that is two visual palettes going against each other, does that kind of work for you guys? Because, you know, when they do a Marvel movie, it's not like, well, you know, you got to remember... You know, all of Thor Ragnarok is just the color red. So whenever Thor shows up, it's just everything's going to be blown out in red. Like, no, no, no. It's all the house style of Marvel. It's very different for the monster verse. How does it work as a balance I, yeah. when these finally come together for you, Mike, as a super fan? Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and I do think prior to this, Skull Island is the best of the legendary films as a whole, right? It has the most fun human characters, in my opinion, but the visual style where you you first see Kong in the daytime, the sun comes out, it's bright, and he's got kind of the folksy tunes, that's his vibe, you know, daytime, warmth, and then Godzilla is debuted in the night, attacking the Apex facility, so it's like the light color is all Kong's kind of vibe, the darker colored stuff is all Godzilla's vibe, even when they're fighting on the boat, it's kind of at sundown, kind of right in between, half and you know, half, their two I worlds. noticed so, that too. It's not as dumb. It is dumb, this movie, but it's not as dumb as maybe you might think. And that's what I kind of want to bring to it. I would say, so I disagree with you, Colin, a little bit. The first Godzilla, Gareth Edwards movie, my least favorite of the four. Wow. I would probably rank them thusly. Yeah, I say the human's not that interesting. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, Not as an actor, no. So boring. No. (laughs) So boring. Brian Cranston is okay, but then he dies. So um, I would rank them like this. I would say... Kong Skull Island is the best, then King of Monsters, then this one, and wow. then I would put first Godzilla fourth. So, I, you know, this one is the third best out of the four, but, uh, hmm. you know, the cinematography didn't wow me or anything like that. Um, I but, haven't you know. mentioned it, but this this one might, might be my favorite, Wow, <laughs> actually. Mm. Uh, but that's as a super fan of the genre and everything. But um, I would um, put it above the other two Godzilla ones personally i like i would put it right under skull island i just think to me yeah the the king Ghidorah is more interesting to me than kong versus godzilla i guess that's the human element drags it down farther i I like Ghidorah a lot but okay the human element was all right in king monsters this one it's like kong bro (laughs) (laughs) it took took me three times to get through king of monsters without falling asleep and like mm. the time I finally finished it, I was on a plane and it was like, well, you, I at least you're not thought, going anywhere. Yeah. I just at least thought, you <laughs> know, the, the humans, they were entertaining at times in King of Monsters. This one, it's like anytime there's the, a Millie Bobby Brown scene oh, with her and the podcast oh, guy, I'm just like, why, why are you even in this movie? Like, <laughs> so here's the thing, guys, I, I've been, you know, devouring all the reviews I can of this and I've been totally. taking my notes. I watched this movie three times because wow. I'm a big fan. But here's the thing. Everybody's been saying, oh, you could just completely get rid of Millie Bobby Brown in the podcast and it wouldn't change a thing. Well, guess what? 
I did that. I downloaded the movie. I cut out <laughs> every Millie Bobby Brown scene myself. It wow. saves 23 minutes and it wow. ends up being a much tighter film sure. that's strictly about the journey of Kong wow. and the, the Bill Skarsgård and then the fights. And, the and only... You don't, yeah, yeah, the, the only, only reason they're out uh, is the Mechagodzilla Yeah, who turns connection. off the orca at the end or, or you know, the, the hookup or whatever it is. They don't, they don't pour whiskey in it. It doesn't happen. <laughs> just King Kong is struggling. <laughs> Godzilla sees out. that he's struggling and helps him with the axe. It's yeah, like the, right. the tag wow. team match. Really no, their so only purpose, really. I can give you a secret really. link legally if you want to watch it. No, none of the listeners. But I did that. I literally removed their wow. characters. And it made the yeah. movie 20 minutes shorter and 20 minutes better. This is what I don't get is that, okay, so their only purpose was really exposition and, mm-hmm. you know, they're investigating the the company, the corporation and everything, which is obviously evil. Um, but yeah, it was so unnecessary. And it's like, at least the, the, the Kong <laughs> gang was like, you know, had something to do with the little girl with sign language or anything. That was cool. And then you don't even get the Godzilla gang and the Kong gang like... Like they meet no, up at the end, no they're point. in the same shot at the end, but they don't talk to each other or anything like that. It, I wanted no. to see at least like Millie Bobby Brown and this, this deaf girl, like, you know, like um, Pokemon trainers, you know, egging <laughs> on their, their respective yeah. uh, Titans, you know? You had, a, you know, you had like the, the Lex Luthor guy who had his daughter on Team Kong, who just gets like murdered in a second, totally <laughs> unceremoniously. And she just yeah. shows up talking shit. I hate she it. She shows up, like, she's annoying, and then all, she's like, twist, I'm evil. Characters. Yes, every yeah, one of them I that died, I was the happy. Fact that all of them just call Kong monkey. <laughs> like, oh, I don't yeah. know why it's, it's a big so monkey. fucking funny to me, but if you saw that creature, would you just be like, Monkey. I think I'm like, I don't know, he has a name. He understands well, it's funny things, too because so condescending. Um, and they're the like scientists, right? So yeah. it's funny because he's actually an ape. Like monkeys have tails. Oh wow, I didn't even think about <laughs> so that. So at least yeah, they could use the scientific yeah. term. But it, I don't it's know, not like, only every yeah. time it made me laugh so hard. Because it'd be like, yeah, these like scientists who also like seem to respect like the spiritual nature of his connection to the real world. And like, you know, they, they rep- like, they get that he's a Titan. They don't even call him like the Titan. They're just like monkey, monkey, the monkey talks. The monkey yep. understood that. And it was like, Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Every time I couldn't, that was funnier to me than any like cringe joke that the podcast boy had with <laughs> Millie Bob. Uh, Russell from Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, that boy. Was... I hate it. I hate it. All of them. Yeah, I had to literally remove them, and I'm glad that I did because they are the worst thing about the movie. Yeah, and again, like at least like, the Kong. you don't get a bonus Godzilla scene by following them. Like they're never yeah, watching no. him at a time. Like you delete their scenes, and right. it's just lab stuff. It's all lab stuff. It's and stupid. Millie Bobby Brown, at least in King of Monsters, like there's a connection of like, oh, her mom and her dad are like scientists or whatever. Her mom's part Behavioral of the specialist for predators yeah, and stuff. And Kramer yeah. versus Kramer yeah. versus Godzilla. In this one, literally, right. she doesn't even have like any scenes with Godzilla. She's just, it's just no. her and podcast guy and her friend. You well, know, and she'll call Kyle Chandler, Kong. and he's like the commissioner of Godzilla, and she'll be like, "Dad, Godzilla's <laughs> angry," and he'll be like, "I know, it's crazy." <laughs> no service yet. Kyle wish, Chandler's not in my movie either. Yeah, he's in. He's in one scene or like he's two at the scenes, end, like two or three yeah, shots. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel yeah. like it's just continuity of like saying, "See, this is the same. These are the same characters from King of Monsters." It just keeps happening yeah. to everybody. But, not yeah. even, but Vera right. Farmiga is not even in it, right? Or did she but die? Traditionally, in, I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> neither is um, Tywin Lannister. Lannister, yeah, yeah Tywin. 
Um, in, in regular Godzilla continuities, right, there's been like four main timelines, you know, but generally like continuity doesn't matter in Godzilla and each movie has a whole new set of characters. There's like a couple exceptions, but traditionally, like you don't need to follow the same group, right? right. So you have Brian Cranston and his family and Elizabeth Olsen first movie. Then you have Millie Bobby Brown's second movie. Just get rid of them. Just yeah, now absolutely. we have this Gia and that's what I did. So right. try no, it out thought, at home, yeah, folks. Literally, there is zero reason for Millie Bobby Brown to be in this movie. I guess maybe she, they had like a contract that she was supposed to be yeah. in this, and that's why she's in it. But it's just like who, like who is going to see this movie for her and her scenes? Oh, I'll tell you, it, so. it's for Colin Brooks to feel the passage of time <laughs> and feel insane when her first scene she walks out in makeup, and I'm like, Millie Bobby Brown is like an adult now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. the Stranger the Things are going to be so going to, to high school I next season I or can't something because they're aging too fast. Yep. So, yeah, that's like the weakest subplot of the humans. Then, like I said, we have Bill Skargard, Gia, and what's the uh, other actress's name? Rebecca uh, Hall. Whatever. Rebecca Hall from woman, Iron Man 3. Science but, woman. But again, her, she was mainly fine. her job in every movie she's in is like, wow, I don't know if we can do this, man. You try as hard as you can and try to be a good guy and it's like okay I will I liked I her liked I thought Bill Skarsgård or Alexander Skarsgård I don't know which one it was yeah, but yeah, Alexander, he's wrong. out of it dude uh, he yeah he's just playing the straight man which is like he's he he was Pennywise right he should be the like crazy no, villain that's Bill. or something no, that was Bill yeah, this oh, okay, is yeah. this well, is I, the I'm vampire <laughs> yeah he was but, um, boring yeah. they're all boring Yes. You know, Gia was good. The girl yeah. was good. And she is a deaf actress yes. and she's cute and her interactions with Kong are actually very sweet. And I think sure. that's, you know, I think it's good that Kong's got that paternal, you know, relationship and um, for the villains, it's just evil Elon Musk and uh, Japanese CTO who is the son of, um, you know, Oh my Ken God. Watanabe. Watanabe. Yeah, the son Let of Ken Watanabe. Oh, it's and, and they're fight. named after the um, the original scientist from the 1954 version mm. who blew up Godzilla with the oxygen destroyer. His name was Serizawa. So but then kind he of turns out to be evil. So they're saying Ken Watanabe's son was evil or he was working for the evil corporation. Maybe he wants revenge because his dad sacrificed it, himself. Evil or to his keep brain Godzilla just alive. got erased. You know, it, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got stuff going on at the end there. Yeah. Not important. It is weird. Again, Godzilla. So now, I mean, that's that's the human stuff, right? So right. The Pacific how, Rim of it seemed a little too obvious. Oh, sure. Those. There we go. Like, mm. he like there's literally weird fluids and mind hijacking. Like, I don't know. That just well, here's the thing. This is, drifting. I mean, truly a movie where literally anything could happen and then they could explain it <laughs> with some on. science language. I'm what, like, I guess that makes movie? sense. You mean this movie that goes to a hollow center of the earth where there's another dimension yeah. and then robots who are possessed by the head of dead Kings from the last movie. You're telling me anything could happen in this bad when, boy. When King Kong picks up his ax that's, that's glowing and he, <laughs> and he puts it on the thing and they're like, Oh, he's charging it with the radioactive. I was like, yeah, I Wireless. guess. Sure, why not? Okay. Yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, I, Godzilla talks now. Like Godzilla like understands things. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, the sirens he are coming. I think. I think that means that the kaiju battle is about to begin <laughs> over here. So let's come back right after this. We'll talk more Godzilla. All 
right, we've evacuated the uh, the hot zone. It looks like there's some kaiju showing up here. And uh, we're kind of finishing, wrapping up, talking about the human stuff. But yeah, Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, like Jacob said, anything can happen in this movie. <laughs> Literally. And it kind of does. <laughs> I mean, it just feels like they're just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, like... But- you know, the podcasting, right? I mean, we're podcasters here, right? Hell and it's yeah, like, we maybe are. we shouldn't um, create a character that is kind of confirming that it's okay to believe in conspiracy theories and oh, then be validated. Yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> yeah, in angle. this day and age, you know, I'm, I've always been like a conspiracy fan. Like, I like the fun conspiracies like Aliens, Bigfoot, um, Hollow Earth, that kind of stuff. Not the, you know, January 6th, you know, conspiracy <laughs> well, bleach. you're part of Godzilla Anon, isn't that right? Yeah, conspiracy theories used to be just a fun thing that people on the internet could talk about and now it's all about QAnon and you know all this stuff so yeah it's maybe a little irresponsible to make one of the heroes of your movie uh, insane conspiracy theorist but um, and then yeah. he's correct okay. yeah, he's <laughs> hero of this movie absolutely <laughs> he like solves the problem the multiple times look I've said it off pod it is irresponsible to push forward where part of your franchise is Oh, I guess the earth is hollow. You know, what What other crazy things could go on in there? It, I said to you guys, it would be like if the Avengers movies were like, and of course the earth is flat, so when we travel to Mjolnir, remember <laughs> that's going to be difficult for us. Yeah. But Colin, we just walk. You know, I was thinking about it like it makes sense because it's like where did the Titans come from? In the logic of this movie, it kind of makes sense that there's this whole world underneath the world and that's where the Titans came from. So, I mean, it ties into, you know, old like Jules Verne stories and adventure stories that kind of inspired, you know, the Lost sure. World and the King Kong, you know, genre totally. anyway. You know, I get it. And and Pacific Rim kind of reference too, where it's either the Hollow Earth or like a black hole portal. P- pick one. They're both I stupid. Don't want you know? it's true. I, mean, no, I, don't, I, I don't like really the, care. What, what I care neither. about is the fact that like halfway through this movie... All of a sudden, like spaceships exist, and like we can just like travel. Oh, they're to- heaves, Joe. Please use our corporate <laughs> right. term. And they trademark. Have- <laughs> heaves. I was like, I was like, I-, I looked away for like five minutes. Like I was making dinner while I was watching it. I looked away oh, for five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, boy. All of a sudden, you got Alex Skarsgård in like a warp going through, and like the planes yeah. that they were in two seconds ago are all of a sudden like straight up fucking starships. Like, well, of course, Joe, because is- they need. To reverse Crazy. the gravitational polarity, so they gravitation. need to- <laughs> <laughs> ah, his, my his brother died in a gravitational reversal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, my mom was this: when they, when they get to Hollow Earth, they just like get out of their spaceships wearing like X Men oh, yeah. from the BS <laughs> movie suits. No helmets though. No. Like gravity and like well, yeah, oxygen have, is just uh, the same. Not even King Kong way ass air that there's they're breathing. Yeah, you know, there's a whole world down there, Joe. You don't understand. There's dinosaurs. Oh. Okay, but like <laughs> humans aren't there. It's not like all of a sudden they were just like, oh, hey, no, but you, they can you breathe guys air. Our monster. World? What do you think King Kong was breathing? He wasn't I, wearing I, a I, giant I, helmet. I can't, I can't. <laughs> my problem with the hollow earth is this okay so i thought it was the cool sun. when they go through the portal thing that was all cool yeah the problem is they just kind of give up on it and at a certain point godzilla like drills a hole oh, down to where they are and then and they, they come out of it portal gravity thing no, you don't need a portal you can just like go through like 
Godzilla literally just scorches through the earth into <laughs> through the, the entire earth planet. into the yeah, hollow. It takes like yeah. three minutes to do it. It was yeah. one of those like free running levels in a video game because because King Kong just like slides his hammer on the side of it and just like slides down up into the world. <laughs> Think about that. He slides down up yeah, yeah. into Japan. It makes no sense, but I can make it make sense because uh, I just saw in an interview one of the inspirations for like this movie was the uh, the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios. Oh, sure. If you ever ever been on back. that ride, classic ride. It's the same fucking thing. Like it is. Like I remember. Like that was one of my big thoughts watching the end of this movie. Was like, yeah, they're just gonna rebrand some, you know fake roller coaster with screens wow, in like heave. a year and you're just going to be flying through that, that would be fight cool, in a spaceship. In Universal Japan they have I think a Godzilla versus Evangelion ride oh like God. that mm. that you could just reskin. That would be yeah. cool. But, That's uh, exactly what they're going to do. Yeah, speaking of that ride, Back to the Future doesn't exist anymore of course. They uh, got rid of it, made it a Simpsons ride I think and then uh, yeah, but it's but if you've ever been on that ride, or if you go back on YouTube and watch like Defunct Land's recreation of it, or mm-hmm. something like that, it's the same fucking thing. Go it's past just, the T Rex, <laughs> right? Yeah, yep. yeah, it's the same thing. You just have you know like shitty podcast jokes instead <laughs> of uh, Biff Tannen, hey, right? Sure. Right, right. And those vehicles, as dumb as they are, they are kind of a reference to the 1984 reboot of Godzilla. Basically, he, he was gone after, at the end of the Showa era, the beginning of Heisei era. They bring him back and they have these vehicles that are like flying spaceships. So, mm-hmm. Wingard said he watched every single Godzilla and Kong movie in preparation for wow. this. Wow. And I, I think he definitely did. And there's a lot of references and that's one of them. But yeah, again... All Godzilla movies are stupid. Yeah. Except for the first one. So, you know, just go with it. Yeah. And, you know, that's a good point, Joe, is that, you know, in the first, in the Gareth Edwards Godzilla, like it was set in modern times. We had normal technologies that we have now. Now, all of a sudden, we've got these spaceships. We've got like a tunnel (laughs) from, uh, you know, Pensacola, Florida to Hong Kong. We've got all this technology and stuff. It's like, where did all this come from? But um, another fun fact for you about Alan Wynn. Adam Wingard. Um, yes. He, I was reading, he was originally, Peter Jackson wanted him to do a sequel of the Peter Jackson King Kong movie that never wow. ended up happening. So mm. he was going to do a sequel to that. So there you go. Well, here's another fun fact about uh, Wingard. He also attempted to adapt another Japanese property known as Death Note. That's right. For America. Well, he did. He ruined a perfectly good <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield performance, but he also had a ton of neon in that. Yeah. You know, so that carries through. Um, and also, weirdly, he's only the second person on Earth to have directed a Death Note live action movie and Godzilla property because there's director Shinsuke Kaneko, who also did Godzilla, Mothra and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out of attack and the Japanese Death Note movie. What are the odds of that? During the millennium era. He also made the uh, the Blair Witch I hope that was a fun fact. movie from <laughs> yeah, a couple say. years ago. So, so he's been kind of a hired studio gun. Kind of a hired of studio yeah. gun. So, this yeah. is the third horror director out of the list of people that we just said. Again, it seems like Legendary was like, these are the people who can do our genre stuff here. Again, it's created with the imagery. It it seems like the script stuff's the weakest. I don't know. Maybe they'll clean that up. Look, what do we say about this, right? Going forward, Adam Wingard's talking about there needs to be more monster verses. He wants it to happen. He's not going to use any of his cachet to keep it going, it seems. This is, again, only the second Kong movie 
and there's more Godzilla and stuff you would hope and stuff. Is it just endlessly? Is it more Mutos? Is it Mothra comes back, Mike? How do you how do you keep the monster verse going? After watching this, if you're asking me, and then we'll kind of go into the actual battles from this one. But if I was going to continue from this point, I think everybody was disappointed that when they talked about the war between Godzilla and Kong, we didn't see it. Oh, so just do a prequel. Boy, you just figured about it out. that war. Bam. That's great. That's right? a great idea. That was like a long time ago yeah. though, right? Yeah. And then it gives you time to then chill and then come back to the characters. Oh, now I have all these ideas for the hollow earth. The other thing I would do is destroy a, he's the end of the Heisei period. He's the big Kaiju. He actually kills Godzilla's son in front of him. Oh he's like God. a real bastard. <laughs> he's a, he's a terrible, terrible monster. Um, so, the Destroyer would be a villain, I think, that could say, I'm taking over Hollow Earth, and then they have to team up again. Like, he would be dangerous enough. But, but it's not really Brown would pilot Mechagodzilla in that movie. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I would hope so. And they're a team. It transforms. Yeah. Well, again, this is a thing I'm disappointed by because, like, Mechagodzilla is using the brain of King Ghidorah, right? But in the end of. It's not the brain, the skull that contains the psychic brain oh it's, okay. there's no brain it's just the skull but in the after yeah. credit scene of yeah. king of monsters we see it's a psionic link tywin lannister gets one of king Ghidorah's heads so you could do you could bring mecha Ghidorah in you know you have like a high we could re you know they could be reconstructing Ghidorah and have some mecha parts the, whole, the mecha monster verse yeah i don't know that we need more mecha yeah yeah i want, yeah. I want funny. them to fight a megalodon like give me oh, give me big spooky the mag versus Godzilla yeah. Yeah. that's a good place in. to go actually because here's the thing with this movie I, I watched a lot of Godzilla movies not seen everyone in my life but this did do some cool stuff for me as a fan of kaiju's I've never seen an underwater fight in a Godzilla movie and in the original they kind of fall into the ocean and then King Kong is seen swimming away so people just assume oh King Kong won but everyone's like oh if it was in the water Godzilla had to have let him go because there's no way that debate is answered. What do we think about the underwater fight and the boat? I mean, round one, right? Let's talk about I it. I was kind of yeah, sad we when... We get two uh, fights, right? We get the boat and then the big finish. Yeah. And then a couple interstitials like in Hollow Earth, but between those two, yeah. Fair. So the boat's our first kind of encounter. And I feel bad for Kong because yeah. he's drugged up. I was feeling bad for like, Kong. He gets... <laughs> he's time. chained up and then he gets dunked under the water. And I was like, oh no, he's going to drown. Um, but... I just learned he could talk. <laughs> Yeah, yep. which I feel like some of that stuff was inspired also from the uh, Planet of the Apes series that they've been doing the last oh, sure. couple ones where where um, Caesar learns sign language and all that stuff. Because like that's the one thing that people know about apes is that they like have the ability Gorilla to learn sign, sign language. language. Yeah. yeah, so why not? You know, what a hook. Um, but now he's using tools. He's you know mm-hmm. he's doing great. So Congo, big fan of this Kong um, because he's different than Kong. You know. He's doing different things, so I appreciate that about Kong. And I, I, even Peter Jackson Kong didn't use a ton of tools. Right, no, Mike, I've never seen him use a big axe before like that. Well, you know, to Godzilla's powers, Mike. Just for this first fight in the original, did Godzilla have his atomic breath? You know, we get that really funny shot of King noticing he's about to use it, and then he jumps <laughs> off the boat as it sort of like fucking explodes yep. past him or whatever. <laughs> yep, from the trailer. Classic. Yeah, he has the atomic breath. Godzilla's got all of his classic powers. He had atomic breath in the original, um, and that carries over. Um, so, yeah, and he's, he's burning Godzilla's fur. Yeah, in the one of those and, like and that, you're done, when they, when they team up in the yeah. end, right? 
they do a combo move where he charges up his axe with the atomic <laughs> breath and then he uses that. So I appreciate that. You know, like BVS, yeah. I knew that the structure was probably going to be that they fought and then eventually team up to face a, a bigger threat, which is Mechagodzilla, Doomsday, and, yeah. and BVS. So, so hold on. Basically In same your exact metaphor, structure. Jacob, that means Kong <laughs> is Batman because he uses the tool, like the kryptonite spear, right? Godzilla is Superman. Right. He's got like the infinite <laughs> powers, the super breath, the heat vision. Yeah, I guess you're right. Totally, well, and totally. Kong is feared because people don't know him and Godzilla is like, he's a hero. Oh, wait, <laughs> why did he do a bad guy thing? Exactly. And, and then that they're makes like, uh, Bob Brown, uh, <laughs> Lois Lane. <laughs> And she has to get and the Mothra. Yeah, he, obviously. Godzilla goes, save yeah, Mothra. You, you don't know this world. Why did you say Mothra? It's cherry flavored. Um, <laughs> we're kind of jumping all over these yeah. fights, but like, since we're doing we that anyway, can I, like, my favorite moment was mm-hmm. like, Kong, like you said, like one shot of the atomic breath and Kong is done, right? You guys remember when he just shoves his axe down his throat? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. He just yes. opens up his mouth. And shoves the whole thing down like a pipe cleaner. That was <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking incredible. Crazy. Well, and that is a direct homage to the original. Because wow. King Kong oh, grabs a tree an and oh, shoves yeah, it in Godzilla's yeah, so mouth. Cool. Wow. So, yeah, so I, when I was watching this, there was like two moments that I like had on a check list. I'm like, if it doesn't happen, if he doesn't shove something in Godzilla's mouth, I'm going to be really mad. Nice. So when that happened, yeah, I was he like... He flips the axe yeah. backwards and is like... <laughs> Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to get this breath, bro. I got to stop this. My biggest question going into this movie, right? I had a lot of deep questions about this, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, my biggest question was like, you know, I'm a Kong boy, but I was like, there's no way, like Godzilla is so much more powerful than Kong. Like, I know he's really powerful in, in the movie Skull Island. Like he fucking takes down a bunch of helicopters. That's great. But there's no way he can compete with Godzilla on, who has atomic on. fire breath. Jacob, did um, you think his cousin Donkey Kong would come and give him a bunch of <laughs> banana-based weapons to help him fight Godzilla? That's what I was thinking. They're related? I guess well, they must sense be. They just start rapping. <laughs> D.K. Um, yeah, so I was like, how are they going to make it so Kong. that it's so, somewhat of a fair, fair fight, right? So they give him yeah. the axe. They give and him the axe. They give that, him Mjolnir. Yeah, he's got his own Mjolnir, his monkey Mjolnir. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. But you know what? I, I I still like this movie with all for all its faults. Uh, I enjoyed watching the big monkey punch the big lizard. Um, yeah. So what can you say? Here's you know? what I think. Well, what I just my, yeah. just to say as a casual viewer of these because I have not said whether or not I like this movie. Uh, again, I would put it mm-hmm. as my second in the what they call the MonsterVerse Legendary four film series now. But I think mm-hmm. title cards should come up when they're like, you can look at your phone now. <laughs> like every time after yeah. the big monster fights, it should have been like, don't worry, you can just cut his face out for a minute. It's, oh, yeah. it's just a you see dumb movie. Brian Tyree Williams. Yeah, or, easily. Or here's, Brown. Here's, here's my problem with it yeah. now. And I think it is like contracts and studio mandates or whatever. But like, if everyone just wants the monster fight, just make a 45 minute long short and put it on HBO Max and call it Godzilla vs. Kong. And it's 45 minutes long and it just has monkey punch and and lizard breathe like i don't need any of the other stuff i don't think fans of godzilla which by the way i think is probably one of the most like wholesome fandoms out there like when a movie is bad they're like yeah but isn't it fun like yeah more more fandoms like that please 
I don't think they'd complain. I think they'd be like, yeah, can you put it in IMAX for a weekend so we can all go see it on like a really big screen? Yeah, and, but Joe, that is the thing, right? Because if you're getting your money out of this franchise, it doesn't have the magic that it used to be, which is, wow, it's crazy to see people in suits do weird stuff like that, like crush miniatures yeah. and do weird action scenes and stunts. If it's just going to be a CG rendered video game, basically, yeah, I'm with you. Cut out the uncanny valley. Get rid of the entire fucking human element and just be like, "So need it." Yeah, just well, like, would, at one point, I should be able to press X and start controlling Godzilla in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you got to think though, like if they're releasing it as a movie, like they want to make money at the box office, right? And it is making money, so they would need a full length movie to release to put in theaters. I guess you I got it. Like, did you guys see the discourse about uh, Mortal Kombat that's that was trending yesterday on Twitter? Okay, so Mm-mm. Mortal Kombat runtime comes out. Mortal Kombat movie is an hour and 50 minutes. And Ooh, this guy long. tweets, oh, what a joke. It's only an hour and 50 minutes? That's not enough time to get in the deep mythos of all of the characters of the Mortal Kombat universe. Right. This, this guy's like name is Sub-Zero. He's, he's got <laughs> cool powers. The, this was the danger of the Snyder Cut yes. release. Is Now people yes. are like, my Mortal Kombat movie is not three hours long. And well, this guy even like why are you even making it? at Godzilla and Kong and was like, that movie's longer and like all anyone cares about is punching. Like my movie has character development. And it's like, yeah, I don't, not I don't, every, I don't know. Every movie. Yeah. Not every movie needs to be the Snyder cut, but not, but I think an hour and a half to two hours. <laughs> not every movie can be. Let's be fair. Guys. Yeah. That's right. Anything between an, like movies are too long these days. And I like longer movies uh, when they're good. But like uh, like Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, like those are long movies and like people didn't, you know, complain about them. But most but movies should movies be. movies with characters you care about. No, Godzilla totally. I agree. And King Kong, like. Mike, you said it cut out twenty three minutes, right? So that puts the runtime twenty three. That puts the runtime at like what, like one thirty seven or something? Thirty. It's an hour thirty with credits. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what it should so be. The main really. story is like an hour twenty two. That's fine, right? Like, just release it as mm-hmm. that. Like you I don't agree. need the human element at all. And like, you still just, have the and humans. There's a plot hole. You have the Kong humans. So what? There's also ten thousand that are left in the cut. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think. That cut would be preferable. You know, movies, most movies should be between an hour and 30 and two hours long, mm-hmm. right? Especially this genre. Uh, yeah. I think that's the failing of the previous. Like, like King of the Monsters is, I think, the longest of these, right? And there's a oh, reason I they try really to stretch it out and make it a three-hour epic. Don't. Just yeah. tighten it, like Joe said. Yeah. yeah. Just, and this is the shortest of these, which is why I like it. And like, yeah. I'm, like you know, these movies are... It's it's just not for me. It's not my cup of tea. I don't like big big monster fight. Like I like the human elements. I like rooting for the underdog. There kinda is no underdog when it's big mean monkey versus big mean well, lizard. Kong's still the underdog. Yeah, but well, um, you yeah. don't like dragons either, though. So maybe you just don't like I giant don't know. creatures. It's just like not true. my type of thing at all. Like my yeah. favorite Godzilla Hake movie Adora. is the nineteen ninety eight version because right. it's the only one that has like <laughs> oh no characters I care about. That's right. It's funny. I laugh at it. At least you're seeing it through like eyes that like I, I don't know. I understand well, that that's, that's like the most fish. inflammatory thing you could say, but I think that movie's funny. With you. Like, you better lock your door, Joe. Not for me. I think most people don't Godzilla like it because of the uh, as chill. the Godzilla design. I mean, he's just like a big dinosaur. He doesn't look like Godzilla at all. He's an iguana. Yeah. Um, I like the Peter Jackson Kong. That movie's like 
30 to an hour minutes too long, but yeah. um, 30 to 60 minutes. I was, I've always thought about cutting that movie down too. Yeah. I, I never have. But that but movie that, at least the first time. Yeah. But the thing with that they movie is at least until an hour in, in. Yeah, but at least I feel like it earns its length in a way where it's like it feels like a big epic because there's there's the whole island stuff and then there's even the whole coda yeah. where they go back to New York. So it just feels more and the setting and the time period stuff. It feels more like an epic, like an old school Hollywood movie. Is, so Jacob? I like that. Is it the time period? Is it the fact that both the Kong movies we like are period pieces that add some sort of weight and gravitas to the characters that kind of when it gets to the monkey stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a King Kong movie. Like you kind of forget halfway through. Yeah. Well, Kong Skull Island takes a lot of inspiration from Apocalypse Now and Vietnam War movies. So I think that adds a lot of flavor to it. And then the the Peter Jackson Kong takes inspiration from like the 1930s movies of like Hollywood era. Serials. I think... Yeah, that gives it, it gives it a little more flavor than just being set in modern times and just being about, you know, big monkey punching right. big lizards. So, yeah. Big monkey. But the other side of that, as you said, it takes them an hour to get to the island. In this film, even with the original, you know, version, it takes an hour and six minutes for Mechagodzilla to appear. Like, things do happen quickly. There's a lot of dumb stuff, but in hour six, we're introduced to Mechagodzilla. So, like, it kind of it gets there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at least this is the second movie in two weeks that I've watched with a soundtrack by... Junkie yeah, XL and boy. someone hitting someone with a giant axe. Right, so. Hulkenberg. But okay, um, so Mike, let's talk about the bad guy then. Let's talk about Mecha Godzilla. You know, so you were saying he he is in the original version of their fight as well. Does it end up being a, a triangular team up, same as this one? So he's not in the original um, King Kong versus Godzilla, oh, okay. but he's in the original movies and in um, the original original iteration of Mecha Godzilla, he's just like from space and it's some some bullshit. Right? Oh, is that and true? And in the second iteration, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in the second iteration, he's made by mankind to stop Godzilla. So it's a lot more like Apex, except it's not like an asshole company. It's like a self-defense thing. So it's kind of true to that origin. I don't like this design personally compared to the older ones, but I do like that they're like, what is Godzilla's one weekend weakness? Those himself. fucking arms. He's Give got them, arms. He's got yeah, them yeah. grabbers. Hey, you know what? You know what Godzilla mode, yeah. moment I fucking love. When in the second fight with King Kong, when he eats one of those tomahawks to the to the hip or whatever, and he knocks King Kong mm-hmm. away, and it's still stuck in him. You're like, oh, is he gonna reach down and pick it up too? No, no, no. He reaches down with his mouth and flips it and does a yeah. toss of the axe. I thought that was badass. Yeah, he um, don't know tools. He don't know no tools. Not a primate. Uh, you, the fucking Mechagodzilla to me looked like Randall from Monsters Inc. Did anyone else get that? Like Steve <laughs> he feels like Randall in, Monst- yeah. in Monsters Inc. He's got like the big eyes and yeah. My brother does. Kind of I think with uh, uh, Mechagodzilla, I think in this the Zoids. the explanation for him worked for me because it's like, of course, you know, if Godzilla is going rogue, you want some kind of man made thing that can you know compete with him. So it makes sense why they're making it. I didn't like the the evil corporation twist because it's just so like cliche of like of course the corporation's gonna you know be evil and like the the ceo guy is just like so like over the top like of course he's evil um so i didn't like that well could have been having seen this 
Pacific Rim angle, right? If we live in a world where we've seen Ghidorah almost destroy everything and like we know there's monsters and a corporation said, hey, I'm building a robot to defend us from this, you'd probably be like, that is reasonable. Yeah. I support you. Right, right. It's a reasonable You can have some taxpayer dollars for that. Yeah, please. We need this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think I kind of wish they brought the eco-terrorists back from King of Monsters with Tywin Lannister and have them be the big bad. Um, So he just sold the thing to this uh, this Simmons guy, like, I give you $10 million, and Tywin's like, (laughs) you have a deal. (laughs) I don't even care about the environment. I don't care with that. Yeah, but I thought I'm the eco-terrorist was that. a little more original spin on it than just a generically, you know, bad corporation who's, you know, bad. Yeah. And there's other things, too, that are kind of silly. It's like, all right, we're going to go to Hollow Earth. We're going to take Kong down there and we're going to get some power to stop, you know. But it's like there, should, it there would be like board meetings. <laughs> there would be like the UN would be like having discussions for six months. You wouldn't just take King Kong. But, you know, yeah. he gives a shit. Yeah. At uh, some point, someone would have said, whoa, 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 Hollow Earth? Excuse me, me, I went to school. You're talking about uh, Aaron Eckhart's The Core, and I will not stand for this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. uh, Aaron Eckhart, they got Skarsgård instead. Even the whole power (laughs) thing didn't make sense because, like, they needed to get. They uploaded a piece of power. (laughs) Yeah, they uploaded it. They they emailed the the power signature. Like, I didn't understand that. They got, like, 70% of the way there, and she was like, we're good. Pack it up. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What? Fuck yeah, all of you. I'm actually evil. evil. You, what are you doing? You can't abstract this thing. It's like, that's exactly why we came here, was to find a power source. Yeah. That was the mission brief. <laughs> yeah, also, Alexander Skarsgård, remember when we found you and said, you're the only one who can teach us about this stuff, and then you piloted the spacecraft? Help us go get it. <laughs> why are you the pilot? <laughs> yeah. yeah, doesn't yeah, make any sense. Right. Why, like, we gave the podcast guy so much, like, credit for, like, saving the day or knowing what to do, when in the reality, like, the only way they save the day is that Deadpool 2 kid freaks out and pours whiskey on a computer, and it fritzes out. Like, right. is that not Which, how you think technology works in, like, an 80s movie, where it's, like, <laughs> it's not working? Right, like, that one, off that one part on of the again. computer is what, you know, causes... Mecha Godzilla yeah, to completely that's where break. all of its fans are, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like if 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 the ghost in the shell, if if uh, Ghidorah's ghost had taken over at that point, then it doesn't care if it's plugged in, right? I mean, yeah, it's like a psychic it, link. Why would it need to be? It doesn't make any sense. It was cool to see like, yeah, so, a little tailspin, though. Like, I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. But, but losing that scene and then like where you don't see Mecha Godzilla stutter, it just looks like Godzilla's about to um, or King Kong's about to die. Godzilla notices and then charges up the axe to help him out. It's like a stronger character moment for those two right. when you remove the whiskey. And it's like, this <laughs> had to be contractual. It's just so dumb. <laughs> but She's also, the star. The, um, so King Kong, when he's, you know, about to die or whatever, they're like, let's take one of these spaceship things and use that as a defibrillator to restart oh, his thank heart. You for and then that, that just up. works. <laughs> of course. So now, here's, here's some trivia. The original... <laughs> Godzilla's getting his ass, or kicking King Kong's ass. You know, King Kong is about to die. Godzilla's actually burying him alive under rubble. <laughs> like, he's being a huge asshole. Damn. Which I like, because Godzilla's a huge asshole in this one, too. He's, like, smiling at him. <laughs> so, King yeah. Kong is dying in the original. And then a bolt of lightning hits him. And then he gets strong enough to, you know, beat up Godzilla. What? So, like, in a way, using the electricity to bring <laughs> Kong like back for round two. That's like Jason coming back to life at Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Again, it's just like so a thing where it's like the, anything could happen yeah. and they can just explain it with some science mumbo jumbo and be like, well, 
That's how it works. And explaining it with some science mumbo jumbo literally could be one of the kids looking at the screen and being like, science mumbo jumbo. (laughs) And I'd be like, "Uh uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Follow Earth. I mean, obviously, you know, we're we're Star Trek fans, you know, we're no stranger to the science mumbo jumbo, but at least in Star Trek and stuff like it makes sense to a certain degree. And like, they actually do research of like how, what they would, you know, need for this is just like, you know, they're just making shit up as they go. Buzzwords. Yeah. Quantum. It feels like they have to make it up to go. Like, it, it feels like they write themselves into a corner and they're like, how do we explain this? I don't know, man. Like it's a hollow earth. It's like, Great. Right back uh, We'll have a textbook in the background. Charged up. Yeah. Okay. But then, but then how do we get Kong to the surface? Um, Godzilla notices that he's charging his phone and <laughs> shoots a down in right. the center of the earth. Well, should we, should we that do like the hundreds of miles? <laughs> but Jacob, it <laughs> would be in an, an immeasurable <laughs> amount to get to the center of the earth. But let's, let's set it all up. So he gets down there. Yeah, King Kong's got a chance against that kind of power. <laughs> King Kong, you know, he's running around. He sees all this glittery stuff. There's parts where, you know, the gravity's different. He can float around or whatever. Mm-hmm. He finds a motherfucking monkey temple. Jacob, I almost texted you. A he throne, goes to yeah. the nether, okay? Like, he literally <laughs> transports to another dimension. He puts his hand on it. He opens it up. There are sculpted, like, well, fucking... He's one of the flag smashers. Uh, guys, it's, he lives hand. in, like, a beautiful hall that, like, ancient monkeys use, like, architecture and stuff. And they're like, and right. this is, of course, the throne well, basically, we made. They're insinuating that, like, the ancient Kong people were, like, intelligent, like, sentient beings who used, like, buildings and, and axes and stuff. Right. Or there might have been humanoids who the Iwi became descendants of who uh, lived gross. down there until it became too dangerous. Right. Who knows? But that's the movie that you can but do. I gotta but yeah, say, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I got to <laughs> say, though, the Kong in the Hollow Earth stuff, I really enjoyed that. Like when he's... Visually, it's uh, crazy. Like, yeah, when he's like floating in the... He's like, oh man, Kong, Kong is like tripping right now. Like, <laughs> I thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> he sits in his throne. Oh, man. Yeah, I enjoyed all that stuff. Yeah, it was like a nice little diversion. He's just like walking around. It's almost like at one point he would like open a giant fridge and be like, oh, monkey beer. You know, like he's just kind of like <laughs> rifling through his apartment. <laughs> Look, everything well, they're does, saying uh, right now like ties back to my original point, which is like Kong won hands down for me. Like he he was the fan favorite while watching it, and the plot revolves around him. Like Godzilla is just there to like kind of be a bully, and then like a monster is created off of one of his villains. Right. It, well, it I think is, yeah, it's 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 a know. Kong movie with special guest appearances by Godzilla at points. Like, I don't know, Mike, if you calculated all the minutes that Godzilla is on screen, <laughs> I feel like it would be less than it's 20 or less. less than 30 minutes. That totally. He's actually on screen. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up about 10 minutes in to attack apex, but that's a short sequence. And then he's pretty much gone for a long time until the boat fight. And then he's gone again until yeah. Hong Kong. And it's very Kong focused and he may have lost the fight, but yeah, Joe, I think, Kong wins in the movie because he does become the character you empathize with. He's the main character. He deals the finishing blow to uh, Mechagodzilla. So he, yeah, he doesn't get the But kill again, shot. it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know who won. I guess, yeah, Kong won, but it's like saying who won Batman versus Superman. Like, they, it, you know, here's my won, other theory. Kind of, out of all the versus movies, Freddy versus Jason, Alien versus Predators, Batman versus Superman, you guys are all saying the same thing. There's never a definitive. There's never a definitive. We don't never know who actually wins. In Alien versus Predator, you do. The Predators beat the aliens. And is that because Alien is just a faceless, generic thing? It's not a hive mind? There's no actual character that you latch on to? 
Well, I would argue that we do know who definitively wins, and here's the argument. Every time Kong survived anything, it was due to human interference, which I guess if friends, having friends is a superpower, sure, <laughs> sure. Kong, you did it. He, he would have drowned to death in the water. That's right. He would have been suffocated by the war bat. They shot missiles at it, and he was literally dying right. when Godzilla stepped on him and needed Skarsgård to kickstart him. Well, again, so there's no question he wouldn't have died that Godzilla right there on the ground. is more powerful, right? But they also have to keep it kind of on an even footing. Like when they have that scene towards the end where they're like both screaming at each other. You know, Godzilla's doing his iconic noise that he makes. Kong's roaring. Like they're kind of, that's kind of showing like Kong is still not submitting. Defiant. You know, even if he's less powerful, he's not going to submit to Godzilla. Takes the little girl. So here's, yeah. So in the original... They mentioned like, oh, what if Godzilla fought King Kong? And like someone's like, it's not a wrestling match. Get out of here. (laughs) But like this movie is treated like a professional wrestling match where the face can be, you know, endeared to the audience even in defeat by showing fighting spirit. And that's what Kong does. He's defeated, but he shows that willpower. It's like a Hulk Hogan moment. Yeah, and Godzilla acknowledges him and says, you know what? You're all right, Kong. That's right goes off it's, it's <laughs> exactly, anywhere right. mike it's three pins so we got to go through that and it's extreme <laughs> well, and rules because it gets is, a tool we know that too <laughs> yeah yeah and you get the moment where you know king kong loses godzilla's the winner he gets his arm raised and then all of a sudden there's a smash finish coming out of the crowd is mecha godzilla with a steel Me- chair yeah. and mecha now Godzilla's it's, it's cashing in to continue in the, the uh the wrestling yeah. analogy cashing it in you know in king of all monsters you know he was declared godzilla was declared the king of all monsters the right belt. but then <laughs> kong you know kong cashed in his money in the bank briefcase and he said you know what i'm gonna mm-hmm. challenge that for that belt and i think you know he might not have won that battle but they came to an understanding where they're both they're two alphas right and that's well, okay but if mecha godzilla then defeated godzilla f- for all intents and purposes he was kicking godzilla's ass that means mecha godzilla's holding the belt that's right and if then King Kong wins the overall war, okay. <laughs> Kong is holding it at the end, right? Yeah. He gets to hold the head up. Yeah, who knows? But um, in the one-on-one Godzilla versus Kong, definitely Kong lost. But I think at the end of the movie, as a character in, in this verse, uh, King Kong definitely had gained the most from this new movie. Totally. Yeah. I know I liked it a lot. I mean, you know, other random callbacks are like when they fly him in the helicopters in the original, they use uh, hot air balloons to uh, <laughs> oh, sure. fly him. And in the same way, both movies, I feel bad for Kong because it's like, all right, we're going to take you out of here. So they drug him. <laughs> in the original, he like gets drunk on this berry juice. So they, yeah. like he just wakes up <laughs> hungover and then it's like, oh shit, Godzilla's here, you know? <laughs> And now he has to fight Godzilla. And then they're like, all right, fuck it. Put him in he's Antarctica. Wasted. And they're like, all right, Kong, go in yeah, there. I felt like, so okay. bad and then he's for him falling too. in zero gravity. He, he just he was so like, cold. cold. And they, yeah, like, they kept saying, he can't live here. He's a hot monkey. That's like, <laughs> right, okay. And then they go in the thing and they're like, we so need this. Then they bring him back to life just to say, go fight some more. And I was, I was also like, thinking when they, dude, were falling, when they were falling through the portal and they're like, we need this special ship for the gravity. What about Kong? He can go through the gravity. It doesn't affect him. He's just falling. He's just falling and then he lands on the ground and he's fine but and then godzilla has a superpower where he can tell he can fucking tell when you are trying to supercharge your weapon and it pisses him off so goddamn much and that weapon i mean this is definitely like when we do get the hollow earth prequel about the kong versus zilla war 
uh, that that axe is made out of like a fin or a scale, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and then scale it, like, that's, back thinking, yeah. that's how he can like know that it's happening, and that's how he can like hold the atomic power, I right? Yes, just the energy signature. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, Joe. I'll buy can it. Can we say the <laughs> one confirmed me. continuation is, and you have to wonder if HBO mm. Max will buy this up, but they signed an exclusive deal with Netflix for anime content. They're making a Skull Island anime that would either be, mm. you know, who knows, some sort of continuation. Maybe it's more people, more monsters. Maybe it's not Kong. Maybe it's not Godzilla or whatever. I, I, I like that. I like a lot of those Netflix animes. Well, it's interesting you mentioned yeah. that, Colin. They're, they made a Pacific Rim Netflix totally. anime. Well, they also released three Godzilla films. I think they're called Godzilla Earth on Netflix, where it's like thousands of years in the future where Godzilla basically forced mankind to evacuate. I, I they're, they're, that. Okay. that makes me so mad. Don't do that, so, Godzilla. So, you know, yeah, Pacific yeah. Rim my favorite. is legendary too, right? So why, yes. why don't they just do, you know, connect the universes. All of a sudden, you know, you got Godzilla... All of a sudden, there's all these kaijus coming out of the rift or whatever. Godzilla's the human savior kaiju he's got to fight the other kaiju so you can have all the pacific grim kaijus fighting godzilla and godzilla and kong team up with the with the jaegers or something i mean Why aren't not? there like nine million more kaiju that we can explore in the godzilla verse though like, right but the ones that people know i feel like we've seen them already like Ghidorah, rodan mothra yeah. like we've seen all the big the big ones already right there's only a couple left you know biolante is like a big plant monster that's really cool destroy it and space yeah. godzilla you, you can skip but, but yeah there's a couple but not guys, many i gotta say all you have to, to what we were saying about the issue with the snyder cut stuff the the entitlement now i've seen so many fake slates for what they call the third wave of monster verse <laughs> movies where it's like it's all building up to you know, destroy all monsters part one and destroy all monsters part two. You know, that's where things are really going to get serious. Mothra, she obviously deserves her own prequel. It's like, oh my God, guys, like oh, what man. are you fucking <laughs> talking about? Who's going to watch a Mothra solo movie? <laughs> to be fair, in the Showa era, they made Godzilla and then they made a solo film for Mothra, a solo film for Rodan before the it team up. They exciting, were doing MCU Mike. before I the get MCU. That, but it's, if yeah. you're, if it's not this unique way of care. doing it, where it's just the most one of a kind thing you've ever seen. And back in the day, where it's like, well, no, I just watched Godzilla win last week. I can't watch him in another movie now. Where they're like, it's not. It's you know, it's you know, super hands. And you're like, oh, cool, super hands. They don't have that. I love super hands. They don't have the fucking trick of. It's super unique. It's the gimmick is, I mean, even for it to continue with the shared universe, like you guys said, I'm already worried enough about the future tech. Like I almost cannot even stand like, what would the next movie be on that? It truly would have to be like, we're all in satellites and the planet is just overrun by monsters or something. Yeah. I mean, it's like Starship Troopers level of craziness. Um, I mean, these movies aren't for me, but I, I enjoyed this one. I would watch it again. I, I won't watch this one again. I would watch Mike's Cut, and I would probably put Mike's Cut pretty high up in my yeah. ranking if I watched it. It's actually really good. Like, I watched it last night, and I was like, damn, so much better. This you just good get work. to the point. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. But not okay, brag, but, but Colin, it felt good. Yeah. can I interest you in my competing cut where it's just Millie Bobby Brown in the podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's only the human side. I can give it to you. It's, it's just like a corporate short. espionage movie where they're trying to get to we the bottom get of this in corporate... There corruption i mean it would be 23 minutes long borderline slapstick comedy yeah uh i borrowed my brother's van 
I'm driving. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Oh man. You guys, yeah. Kids want some candy or bleach? What do you think? <laughs> do you drink tap water? <laughs> yeah. Hell oh, no, yes. I don't drink tap water. She's got cred. That's the weird thing is that, that so you know this guy's a conspiracy guy, right? But they mix um Godzilla conspiracies with regular conspiracies like the fluoride stuff and then he's presenting them as equally true and but he's right about Godzilla so the movie's logic is saying that he's right about the other things yeah. like fluoride and bleach and all that so also everyone well, in the hollow earth universe maybe everyone just knows about like skull bursters or whatever they call they have right. a really dumb name I can't remember skull yeah, skull skull yeah John yeah, C. Like, Riley just yeah. calls him that he's like well, I you know I just think crazy. it's a wrong name. One like kooky old man who's like brain broke while being out there he called them this mm-hmm. thing in passing, and then fifty years later, a teenage girl who breaks into like one of the most secure facilities on the planet is like, oh, skull no, crawlers, scroll, skull buster. What are they? Right, skull and crawlers? all those, yeah. and it was everything that happened on Skull Island was classified too. So how would she even know about it? Obviously, this podcast. Well, I guy think knew. once Godzilla shows up, they declassify that and say, "Well, you know, there he there, is." There's, By the way, there's a mean monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna build. We're gonna use your tax dollars to build a biodome over him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. Well, Kong, Skull Island. No, Godzilla versus Kong. You know, they're all the same. You know, it but uh, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's go ahead and try to give our final thoughts before there's no more Hong Kong around us ah. right after this. Like in the last one, Millie Bobby Brown was like the Godzilla girl, right? So like, what? She doesn't even interact with Godzilla in this movie. Yeah, she doesn't. Mm. She's like a fangirl this time. She's got like she listens to his podcast. She wants to clear his name, right. you know. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. But uh, yeah, you know, we're here. You know, Godzilla versus Kong, not King Kong, but I think he earns the title in, in this one here. Um, I have a couple prepared jokes that in all the media that I've watched reviewing this, wow. they haven't been made yet. So really quickly, let's hear them. So. King Kong is down in the Hollow Earth. He fights the Hellbat and he rips its head off. Monster energy drink. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Sure. Um, second one. He does. He drinks its brain. Mike. Yeah, right? The real monster oh, energy drink. Yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. That was a hilarious yeah. scene. And I was watching it with um, friends of the podcast, Cole and Lexi. And when that scene happened and he starts drinking the blood, yep. they're like, oh, gross. gross. It was great. It was a great reaction. Right. Just had to shout that and out. This is my second uh, joke that hasn't been made on the internet yet. Um, it's called Godzilla versus Kong. However, two Kongs take L's in this. One of them is King. The other is Hong. And uh, yeah, there's no coming back from that. Hold on. <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering if there's some kind of connection with Kong. Like he wanted to go to Hong Kong because it's in the name. No, just Adam Wingard wanted those neon buildings, which <laughs> there are a lot. I was wondering if they were going to give him a crown because he's a king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He wanted to see the city. Yeah, it's a beautiful but city, man. But uh, yeah, that's tough. Uh, there's been a couple other Godzilla fights in Hong Kong. Kong but wow, <sighs> those are my jokes. Let's now do final thoughts. Thanks for bearing with me on the Godzilla episode. We're doing final thoughts. Uh, I'm just going to dive in. We're talking mean monkeys. We're talking big lizards. We're giving our final thoughts on Godzilla versus King Kong. Mike, I'm just going to ask you a series of questions since you are the Godzilla fan for my final here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'll shout out real quick. King of Monsters, I think, had one of the best trailers of all time. The Claire de Lune, the epic where you see the Mothra wings come out. 
some of those silhouettes film film history in the last 10 years i think that's one of the best trailers to come out it's a shame the movie's quality not as high Mm -hmm. now mike we were saying a little bit you know to me and kind of what we were just saying like even the way you guys just said well you know the thing about kong skull island is it's got a guy with a broken brain who was trapped on an island naming monsters he's never seen before it's like okay that is a fucking awesome hook for a movie so to you as a fan mike do, should should these unique stories have godzilla and the monsters mapped onto them or do you start with the monsters Hmm. So, again, you look at the only successful, in my opinion, one of the only two Godzilla movies to have a human story and the monster story is the original, right? So, we're looking at, you start with the power of the monster, and then the conflict is mankind trying to stop it. So, in the original, Professor Sarazawa creates the Oxygen Destroyer, which is an equally terrifying piece of technology. And he's trying to wrestle with creating this dangerous technology. Should I use it? Because it wipes out all life within a couple miles of it. But Godzilla is such a threat. So in the end, he has to make the decision to sacrifice himself to kill Godzilla while also letting the secret of his creation die with him so that no one can proliferate Mm. this dangerous weapon, right? So that's an interesting way to tie the human activity with the monster activity. And that hasn't really been successfully duplicated in any of them. That's a hook. Well, yeah. What you're saying, Colin, about Kong Skull, and that I think that is why it's a cut above the other ones in this franchise, is because there actually is an interesting human story happening. So you're like, like not only the John C. Riley stuff, but just like you know, the humans are on this island, they're trying to get off. Like it's simple, but they got half of the Avengers know, in that movie. I mean, you got Brie Larson, yeah, you, got Loki, you got Loki, but here's the thing: Marvel. you guys keep saying Samuel the human Jackson. element. The human element. I'm not even starting from that point. Taking the idea, because Mike, what you just said even too, of the first Godzilla film is about one super weapon versus a man-made super weapon. Mm -hmm. They're both the most dangerous thing on the planet. How do we balance those two? You go, oh my God, that's an incredible hook for a movie. Kong Skull Island, I told you, incredible hook for a movie. Mm -hmm. Can you map onto the monsters? Can you look at them first and go... You know, what's a story for something with things that don't communicate? Is there a Godzilla movie that starts with, like, you know, Godzilla alone on an island after he just got his fucking ass kicked? And he's like, you know, just like we like Joe's favorite part going about just seeing these monsters do their daily routine. You know, is there can we just go through? Okay, this is Godzilla doing his thing. Can he? Okay, well, now he's got to do this. Oh, but what's the hook? You know, I just there needs to be. There needs to be some a, a good story. The dumbest comment I could ever make. You know, the, <laughs> these things need good writing. Yes, obviously they do. But th- this hook that I'm talking about, how can you make that with these big monsters every single time? Because I, I, to me, it is not working. I think the thing that this movie does better than any other Godzilla movie, including the original and King Kong movie, including the original is humanizing the monsters in a realistic way, right? The Godzilla, he like smiles, he's vindictive. He's like, hey, hey gotcha, right? We, we've never seen that kind of expression, right? King okay. Kong feels very vulnerable and like accessible, right? Like Jacob said, he's got a connection to these humans. So I think they've done a good job of that better than in anyone because you feel like King Kong is panicking when Godzilla's crawling around like an alligator. You feel bad for him. Like, I think they've done a good job of creating that connection. You just have to really lean into that emoting and maybe it's a sign language thing is yeah. a way to shortcut it but 
they kind of did And again, I think, um, you know, Kong is easier to humanize because, you know, he's a monkey. He's a primate. primates, he's right? closer to That's us right. in relation than a giant lizard, giant radioactive lizard. Right. So, um, it's a little easier to humanize Kong. Godzilla, and I'm surprised by your guys' reactions. I thought King of Monsters was the best of Godzilla movie f- of this franchise. Um, it's no 98, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and again, but the call, the Skull Island also had the environment and all the giant like bugs and stuff to deal with, and that was kind of even more dangerous than Kong was like the the, the bugs and the skull crawlers and everything. And it, it, with the Peter Jackson Kong too, is the same situation. So you're taking the humans out of their element, and they got to yes. survive on this island. That's that adds a lot of human drama. Whereas with these Godzilla movies, just like a bunch of humans watching Godzilla. Just following him in a submarine, basically, in King of Monsters. Okay, so Jacob, (laughs) you just hit it for me. I think I figured it out here. It is the vulnerability. It is the fact that Kong felt like a skull crawler could get him or some of those things on the island or whatever. It might be the point now where maybe Godzilla has to have a baby and the next film is about a smaller Godzilla. You know, something where it's more vulnerable, where there is stakes of something could happen to these things. Well, Godzilla's thing is that he's basically indestructible, right? So it's like hard to make him vulnerable because of that. Well, you know, but, but, and you know, I've always said this, a good story can get around the fact that his only weakness is kryptonite. I think, you know, you, you write in Lex Luthor, you use a cool original villains. Now, now I I see it. It is. It's the Superman issue when it comes to Godzilla. He is bigger than life. I don't know. Yeah. And they did this exact same movie, but with Godzilla and Kong's spot with King of the Monsters, because he's the underdog against Ghidorah and he needs help to get powered up to do it, right, with uh, Mothra's right. help. So, they, they already did that Godzilla is an underdog in the previous movie. So, like, you can't do it again. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I would like to see, you know, uh, Godzilla versus Kong 2, but actually they're not versus. They're teaming up and they're fi- facing G a bunch K. of... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dawn of Justice. And they've got to fight. And the eco-terrorists reconstruct... Ghidorah, they make a Mecha Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. He's got like one natural head and like two robot heads or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a big old kaiju showdown with Kong and Godzilla as the good ones, and then a bunch of evil kaijus that they have to fight. And it would be like sure. kaiju war. I think that could be an interesting concept. Well, you could do um, Monster Island was a, a thing where they had all the monsters on it in a movie. Just use the Hollow Earth to have some shit like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. They could pull anything out of the hollow earth and say, yeah. Yeah. It's from the hollow earth. <laughs> yeah, and the center of it is a vortex anything that is known as the rift on the other side that's a parallel dimension, and now they're being fused together, and we got... Whoa. I, okay, so this is what I think it's going to be. It's going to be monster verse, whatever it's called, quote-unquote, the hollow earth as the subtitle, right? I think mm-hmm. it's what you're saying. It's... If we're looking for a place that's more dangerous, it's what's going to happen if Godzilla gets down there. They can't get back to the surface. They're fighting, you know, Mike Pitch Destroyer, the ultimate, you know, super kaiju that's seven kaijus together. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's a battle royale. Yeah, I could see that. There's monsters totally. trying to crawl out all those holes that were dug by Apex. And King Kong's basically got to grab them by the tail and make sure they stay in the hollow earth. That's a <laughs> no, whole no, movie. No, 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 no. You stay in the hollow Don't earth. Don't slide up or down. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, up here is for big monkeys, big lizards. Down there, you <laughs> use all guys, you chill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would watch that. I would watch a prequel that shows the war of the Zillas versus the Kongs. 
Sure, I would watch more movies in this franchise, um, and I assume they're going to make more because of you know this movie's doing pretty well at the box office right now. So, um, yeah, they don't have anything slated right now, but I'm sure they're yeah. going to greenlight some more projects soon. Right? You're looking at every comment section. You get to a point where like Godzilla vs Kong, like that is Endgame. That's Right. That's the thing. You know, do you think they blew their load too fast here? No, but I don't like, think it is because it's more like again to compare it to the the Snyder verse, like Batman versus Superman was like their introduction to each other, right? So now they know each other. Now they can team up against the the bad kaiju's yeah. because Godzilla yes. and King Kong they're normally seen as good. Like Godzilla is usually a good figure, like a savior of humanity, fighting whatever yeah. evil thing. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. he's he's bad too, but he's more of a force of nature. Um, that's kind of a protector of Earth, right? Sure, sure. I'll roll into my final thoughts. I don't care. <laughs> it was fun. Like, it, I, I think the problem with these movies is people overthink these movies. Big monkey, big lizard, they punch. I enjoy the punch. I don't enjoy the talk. I think that about sums it up. Yeah. Joe, this might be a place for you and I to get off the ride. That's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. the same way people were like, oh, Endgame's the last Marvel movie I have to see. Now I'm kind of like, you know what? Monkey fought lizard. Thumbs up to that. I'm proud of everybody involved. <laughs> In that case, I'm, yeah, I'm fine to just walk away from it unless they go to like, you know, uh, Kong goes to New York and just like, like lost in translation, but with King Kong instead sure. of Bill Murray. That is what I want. <laughs> what if, uh, wait, uh, isn't Warner Brothers Fast and the Furious? What if you got Dom Toretto doing a burnout up Kong's okay. chest? So oh, here's, here's oh, where we were with that. We were talking off pod about the Warner Brothers verse, the fact that they have, you know, the Ready Player One, now the Space Jam verse. Mm-hmm. What other injections do you guys want to see? I want to see like Sherlock Basically. Holmes versus Kong versus Godzilla. I want to see a giant fucking- monkey. <laughs> the only thing I want to see is if it's like really over the top in a funny way, then I'll see it. But it's like, I feel like they're doing it too much. So it's like, I don't want to see any of that. Mm. You know? But Fast and the Furious connected with anything Fast would be fun. Fast and universal. That's the wrong uh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> not the Not the ruin. All right. Like well, put face. them in the Justice League then. Dom Toretto's <laughs> a member of the Justice League now. No, no, you're going the wrong way again. Can't like, do it. If you want, if you want fantastic, uh, fantastic cars and where to <laughs> there ride you go, them, there you go. There they you tie go. into uh, like Johnny Depp's Invisible Man or like like Tom Cruise's oh, okay, Mummy. Okay, yeah, the dark That's universe. The there you, you go. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I'll pass on that. I'll stay in the the, the, the monster verse. Uh, if you. Ben Affleck at the end of this, Mike had said like, "I know who to call," and he's in his Batman outfit, and Godzilla gets the call. How excited would you have been? <laughs> they got a, they got ten helicopters flying the phone next to his ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'd so rather have it be like Kong answers, but before he answers, he like looks over at the phone and sighs real big and like looks in his big monkey mirror and just contemplates where That's he right. went wrong in life. And then like, you know, begrudgingly picks it up. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a video here. call. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a yeah. Any more sad mean monkey. I like sad monkey. Um, sad monkeys are always good. Um, you know, I enjoyed the Planet of the Apes, the new Planet of the Apes movies, the yeah. uh, Return, whatever. But um, you know, I could see more Kong, so I say right. green light more. Well, I have. Like, a- I know it's the exact opposite of what you guys are saying. Basically, like I'm not done. Like I'll watch any kind of big monsters. I don't even care. Gotcha. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hollywood. Yeah. It's me, Jacob. 
green light yeah. it. Jacob and Mike have twenty dollars each. Calm. They want to know That's what right. to spend it on. Um, so, yeah. any other thoughts? Because I kind of have a, a philosophical wrap. Yeah, up. Wrap us up, buddy, um, please. So, for me, this is my genre. You know, I grew up with this stuff. Not even just Godzilla, like Gamera, Johnny Sacco, like Ultraman. Those TV kind of, you know, Power Rangers is almost a kaiju genre thing. And I think as good as this was for being a big CG thing, I would try to take a different approach because what drew me to it, much like Star Wars, was the handmade nature of it. You have miniatures, you have people in suits, and you can't really get away with the suits now. But what you could do is still build miniatures, like very high quality ones like Lord of the Rings, put a guy in a ping pong ball suit, you know, and do the fight and then replace that. So you have like a, a tangible thing. It's missing the handmade part of it because it, it is a cartoon. It's a big ass cartoon and it loses that handmade feel. So I want something like that. I don't think it would ever get approved. But if Benedict Cumberbatch can climb around his smog and Andy Serkis right. can be Kong. Totally. Well, that's the thing that Done. I was going to say, Mike. I feel like the mocap technology kind of peaked with Andy Serkis as Gollum and Kong back in the mm -hmm. 2000s. And now it's like, where do we even go from there? Like now, like it looks worse than even it did back then. So it's like now it's just like the studios are just trying to do it as cheaply as possible so that it looks decent and will make money, but isn't expensive. So I don't think they're ever going to go too far into like same thing with Star Wars. Like, you know, obviously they, JJ Abrams wanted to use like practicals and stuff as much as he could, but at a certain point, the studios are going to be like, you know, money, you know, we can't be spending right. too much money. So it's just unfortunate. That's how things are now. You know? Yeah. And when I look at these movies, all of them actually, and the idea of, okay, we're going to get Adam Wingard. He's going to direct this. I'm thinking, what is that process like? You spend 15 days, you know, on a green screen with, with a couple people in space suits and then you just show up to the animation. You know what I mean? Like how much of it are you directing? Right. Oh, they should not even faster? say directors. Yeah. It should <laughs> right. say VFX by, cause it's a guy who's like, you know, you, exactly what you're saying, Mike, you go like, no, make his fist smaller. Oh, okay. And then yeah, when a digital days scene later. director goes yeah. and does it for you. Who do you think you? is getting all the emotion out of Millie Bobby Brown that's when she's right. talking about <laughs> yeah, exactly. baby. spend 15 days with uh, Alexander Skarsgård, you know, and th that's your directing credit <laughs> yeah. for this thing. So it, it's missing the hand touch, but it does kind of work with the original where they would have the main director and the special effects director would handle all the fights. So there was always kind of that separation early on where it's like, you know how to do the suit stuff. I'll just film it, but any of the choreography, you guys Balance. do that. So, right. I want The Handmade Touch to come back. I don't think it's ever going to, unfortunately. But I do think it's telling that after the pandemic, you know, two of the original, you know, gods of cinema may be what save it somewhat in a small way. You know, it's doing very well overseas. It's done well domestically as much as it can, you know, given the circumstances. So, in a weird way. And, you know, people are starting to go back to theaters now. So, uh yeah, I'm happy. I it's wish the I, right again, movie to turn your brain off, right? I mean, yeah, this would have been really fun to see in theaters. It's not yeah. gonna, it's not a great movie, but it's one of those, you know, you need to see it in theaters kind of thing. Yeah. I think it would have improved the clearly an audience. Mm -hmm. So overall, I think you know, if you like this stuff, it's good. If you don't, just turn your brain off when they're not punching. Watch them punch and then get a sandwich. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's I'm exactly it, what was fine. It's exactly what you would expect from the title in the description, right? Godzilla so, um, fights Kong. Indeed, he does. Yeah. Indeed, he does. Yeah, but there we go. Long Legacy, they finally made it from 1962 to now. They met up. We have a definitive wow. answer, but also not so definitive answer. So, keep debating it, folks. And uh, we'll catch you on our next episode. But thanks for taking the ride to the Hollow Earth with us.
Normies like us. Yeah, let us know, Normies, who you wanted to win, um, what you want more out of your Godzilla and King Kong movies. We're curious, too. If you went to a theater and saw us, I want to hear about that, too. Hit us up at Normies underscore like underscore us on our socials to do that. Like, uh, subscribe, give us a review if you can. That helps out, too. And uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Yeah, we're putting Mm -hmm. these videos up now. And of course, we have been your hosts. This is uh, King Colin Doria. This is Russell from Deadpool 2. I'm going to pour this whiskey on my computer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All the bleach shower Joe. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Bernie Jacob, the podcast guy. I, I got a side podcast. I'm, I'm talking crazy. all about conspiracies. So check it out. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't drink the fluoride. Always shower in bleach. Bye. That's right. Bye. 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 Oh, hell yeah. This is Aquaman, and if you enjoyed that episode, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, and you'd really be one of my man if you share with a friend. We'll be seeing you around.